Greetings, everyone. This is a Sound Health radio show with Richard Talk to Me Guy. And Sherry Edwards is, of course, as I will say every week, because it's true every week, working on the SoundHealthPortal.com. As I believe you would like to know more about the Sound Health Portal, I suggest going to SoundHealthPortal.com, scrolling down to Campaigns, and I just checked before air, and some of the current campaigns, campaigns are free programs that you can have your vocal print or voice recording run through. Some of the free campaigns currently are Corona Conflict, Stem Cells, Parkinson's, and BioDiet. And what you'll do is you'll scroll down a little bit further. You'll sign up for a free membership so they can email the report to you. And then you can choose your campaign. And then the system will walk you through doing two 30 to 40 second recordings directly from your computer. You can then submit those recordings and within two to eight hours typically, you'll get a report back by email. I recommend sitting down with a cup of tea and reviewing that material because it's a lot of information. And then I suggest pausing for a moment, then going back to soundhealthportal.com scrolling to the bottom, clicking on the video tab, and watching one of the demonstrations, a live demonstration on air that Sherry does with a person who's online with us, you know, as we're gathered in a webinar or a Zoom, and watch her do a workup, because then you'll really be able to see. It's a great, one of the things that's wonderful about the Sound Health Portal is it gives Sherry has designed a bunch of really great Blaze so that you can see a lot of information because once you start looking into it, it's it, it can be really overwhelming amount of information. But she's designed a number of charts or graphs that really display the information in a way where it's here's the number one thing you want to be looking at. Let's say you're looking at bio diet, you're having some sort of either possibly a weight loss issue or an assimilation issue, or you feel bloated or any of those. And with doing the vocal profile, which is just a recording of her voice, that's just what we call it, you'll be able to see in this pie chart that she pulls up on the screen, if you watch one of the video demos, you'll see her pull up a pie chart display, and it'll show you right in the middle, like, here's the thing you want to look at right now. Not that nothing else is removed in the sense of you get the full report, but you get to see in a way of the thing that you want to start with now. Because oftentimes in the realms of the methylation cascade, which is a whole, uh, it's a thing. It's all it's the cascade of how everything flows in the system in terms of assimilates and breaks down. And it's very complicated and kind of everything needs to be there for it to work. And sometimes in your vocal print, you'll see that something looks like it's low. And that can mean that it's low because you're not assimilating it or it's low because you don't have it in your system. I really am a big fan of the soundhealthportal.com. Go watch a video, get your report. If you have a practitioner that's open to it, take it to them and talk about what the report's showing, and you can work on those areas and adjust your diet accordingly, or lifestyle, shall we say. When you want to hear a replay of this show, about 15 minutes after, um, about 20 minutes to 30 minutes now, after you hear the outro music, 
you can go to talktomeguy.com, all one word. Scroll down that page and you'll see this show there. And on the on that page, you'll find the show notes with extra links that Christy and I talk about during the show. I'll add there. And also, you'll be able to, uh, for those that like to listen or do a lot of action on their mobile device, it's designed so that you can listen to it right from that page. So you just scroll down a little further and you can listen to the player. Or also, there are tabs for about half a dozen places that you can listen to the show, whether it be Audible or Pocket Casts or Google Podcasts or Apple's iOS Podcasts. And if you'd like to make any suggestions or have any questions, feel free to click on the microphone on any of those pages in the lower right corner, and you can leave me a message right from your phone with suggestions or questions, and or you can also click on that, and the same thing will be true of opening it in a browser. I just know a lot of people are consuming massive quantities of information on their phones these days. So you can find all that at TalkToMeGuy.com. With that, Christine Chapman is the CEO of Chapman Health and Wellness and the Balm Body Care, an Oregon award-winning topical line. She resides in Spanaway Lake, Washington, with her husband. Chapman has been a nationally accredited respiratory practitioner since 1991. Christy worked in Portland and Vancouver critical care units, including pediatrics. Chapman also worked on the Open Heart Team and at Portland's only burn unit. Her experience in compassion for people has brought her to a place of desiring to find the solution so many of us face with our health today. Chapman is interested in serving others and finding solutions, which is what brought her to work with cannabis in 2014. Understanding that studies to date, produced by some of the world's most prestigious university scientists, indicated the extracts offered anti-inflammatory, antispasmodic, and antibacterial healing properties, the Balm Body Care line was launched in 2015 and later honored in Oregon with an award in 2016. Christy joins us to talk about the Chapman Health and Wellness Metered Dose CBD Inhaler. Welcome, Christy. Thank you, Robert. I so appreciate you having me on the show this morning. My pleasure. It's actually Richard. <laughs> Richard, I'm so sorry. No, no, it's funny. It must be trending because the guest last weekend called me Robert. Maybe, I, maybe I'm Robert now. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. We'll stick um, with Richard. I just, okay. I, I stuck that R in my head. And That's quite all right. Thank I'd like you, to start by asking, why respiratory practitioner? What was the, were you asthmatic as a kid or was there something? That's such a focused area. I mean, I think it's a very important area, but why did, you be, why did you become a respiratory practitioner to begin with? Richard, that is a great question. I have not been asked that before. Uh, as a child, I grew up with a father who had uh, COPD. Oh. And I just, I saw a lot of suffering um, he passed away when I was 16, and uh, my mother is a nurse, was a nurse. My mother passed away from cancer a few years ago, uh, and she always wanted me to be a nurse, and I just really, that was not my calling, 
I just really felt that lung uh, was a specialty and uh, because of my experience with my father and uh, seeing people come in and, and nurture him and care for him uh, was what I wanted to do. So, uh, yes, that's, that's why I became a respiratory therapist is to ease suffering. I think the lungs is such an amazing delivery system, but we'll talk about that a lot more <laughs> as we move along. Yeah. Um, that it really is quite amazing. In in around 2006, you had some uh, a health issue that you, I think, discovered or you had benefit from cannabis. Was that kind of your was uh, that your gateway into cannabis? And what were what can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely, Richard. Uh, my gateway into cannabis uh, was in uh, junior high school, Snow Beach, uh, to, um, yes, great times. Now fast forward, uh, went to school, working in the hospital. Uh, that was not something that was a part of my life uh, after I got my license. And... Um, then the doctor started giving me medication, gabapentin, uh, and mm. to help me sleep. I got in a car accident, got in another car accident. And um, the direction that they were taking me in was not one that I could sustain. And so I had to look for another way. Um, short story, uh, I didn't know cannabis would be a part of my life until a neighbor actually saw that I was falling ill and brought some to me. And my first response was, oh, no, I don't do that. You know, uh, even though I'm not working and I'm now uh, a home patient uh, because of fibromyalgia and IBS, this neighbor recognized that and uh, subsequently, I ended up getting introduced to cannabis, and I went from gray, pasty looking uh, to uh, being able to move and uh, get further than my mailbox. So that was my introduction to cannabis, and it gave me an immediate change in my quality of life. Wow. I, I twitch slightly when you say gabapentin. Uh, seven years ago, I was I had 30 hours of surgeries and I was in a healthcare facility for a year. And gabapentin was something I was on a lot, and also Ambien. Oh, so so sorry. both of those together, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Likewise. Um, thank you. And it was just so gnarly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I it just it, really. I wish I wish I could have gotten cannabis while I was in that facility, but I couldn't. Right. You know, that just even takes me to another level of what cannabis is doing in my life. Uh, I was at a place where I could receive cannabis when I was at the point that I needed it the most. Mm -hmm. And I was so very grateful, Richard. So very grateful. Um, I lost 110 pounds in eight months. Wow. Due to gastrointestinal issues. Uh-huh. And so my need for cannabis was great. And I'm so, again, so thankful. And, and so now that I am uh, 
healthy and doing much better, uh, understanding my health more and more day by day. Uh, but it is so important for me to think back to when I could receive cannabis, I knew people that couldn't. I knew people in my community that uh, their children were smoking cannabis in their home dwelling, and they were uh, getting in trouble for it. Now, of course, that's a little bit different, but I, I do think of the patient who might be in a place where, you know what, uh, my neighbor can't, or I'm in an illegal state, but I choose to have a different quality of life. So mm-hmm. uh, that's important to me, and that's something that I definitely would like to push forward uh, as um, as time allows. So mm-hmm. that's near and dear to my heart. As you were uh, not able to medicate, that would have right. changed the course of your whole treatment, I'm sure. Oh, so. I have bad words for the healthcare facility. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a healthcare provider. I'm I. I'm grateful to say that in that I am a green healthcare provider. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I fortunately uh, in the eighties, in the eighties. Yeah, I think that's true. Wow. Um, I was a partner in an herb store and a national mail order catalog for herbs, largest selection of botanicals in California and uh-huh. in California. So there's that. So cannabis has always been around me. Um, and so in the eighties, I was working with a, a friend of mine who was the head of a, she was the head nurse for a hospice in Carmel Valley. This is also long ago. I feel like I can casually talk about it now. And she had me, she wanted me to work on coming up with a deliver. A, what we ended up with was a suppository because she, with cannabis in it and other herbs, nervines and other things to help soothe people because she had patients It was a hospice. People are dying. And she wanted people to be conscious as they were dying, not not to be in pain or to be suffering, but so that they could be with their loved ones versus being drugged into a stupor and unable to communicate. And so she had some patients who said, yes, please help me with that. And so I got to work with her putting together formulas using cannabis. I had a local chemist who would take cannabis and turned it into an extract or a tincture or some sort of form or even a powder, whatever I wanted. And we would formulate it out. So it was a potency, a guaranteed potency in the sense that it was made by a chemist who knew what he was doing. And we would put together formulas and people were thrilled because they could die in peace, out of pain, in comfort as much as possible and spend conscious time with their loved ones. Absolutely. You know what, Richard, that uh, reminds me of a really beautiful story. And as you know, we've all heard some really great, great stories about health and uh, being able to learn about the endocannabinoid system, our C1 and C2 receptors, and how filling them with uh, endocannabinoids changes how we not only are comfortable in a hospice situation, but I have to share this real briefly. It's It's not my story, but it is a public one. Uh, Sherry at uh, the Green Nurses shares this story. And she had a patient in hospice who wanted to be alert during the day and sleep well at night. So Sherry gave her CBD during the day. I 
I have, I believe, full spectrum, which is so important, mm-hmm. and uh, some THC at night. Sherry lost touch with that patient only to many, many months later get a call from that patient while they were at their doctor's office, the oncologist, stating that, in fact, the cancer was gone. And this patient was mm-hmm. in hospice. That wow. is the extreme side that I have seen with CBD. So I just get so excited about what we're learning and, and how bringing hemp back into our diets um, is changing our health beyond mm-hmm. things that we could have even imagined. So uh, when, they, when they took hemp out of our diet, uh, we fell to be an ill nation, in my opinion. And I love seeing people pivoting their health and getting back up and having their endocannabinoid systems full enough to where they can function, to where their bodies can regulate into homeostasis, into that balance that it is supposed to have. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's just very exciting. In a recent show I did with Martin Lee, uh, founder of the Project CBD, he talked about, he, he wasn't ready to say it was absolute, but he said he'd been reading some really good, solid research that oral delivery, meaning edibles, of cannabis was seeing beneficial results with people with irritable bowel syndrome. And he, he and I talked about it a little bit backstage, so he, and I know he won't mind me talking about this, that they think that it's not only helping calming the system, but also it may be actually contributing to the microbiome of the gut. And I happen to have a friend. Absolutely. And, and I have a friend who will remain nameless, um, but I have a friend who had had uh, IBS and was a smoker of cannabis not a heavy smoker, but a a consumer for evening sleep and that, and noticed a calming from that. But then when he started using edibles, because he used to be a cigarette smoker, and so he didn't really want to smoke anything anymore. So he switched to edibles, and within about a month or so, he was like, I I think my ibs cleared up. And there we are, living example of, wow, eating a little cannabis to help you sleep, and his irritable bowel syndrome has cleared Wow. Imagine oh. that. <laughs> imagine that. Again, mic drop. Yeah, imagine like, wow. Now, yeah, amazing. Go ahead. Be, being an educator, I, I'm, I'm so happy to hear that his situation is in remission. That is so beautiful. I would like to take this opportunity to do a little bit of educating on edibles, um, which I am Please. a fan of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, my time in the past six months to a year, basically, uh, has been surrounded around water-soluble. Oh. Uh, the bioavailability of that is so much greater, and I, I know that this is uh, what's coming next, if you will. Um, I'm an IBS patient, and when I suffered, I needed the endocannabinoids, and I could not get it in through tinctures. Mm-hmm. And I knew that as a medical professional that my liver was going to absorb more of it than I was going to get, and I didn't want to pay for that process. Mm-hmm. So for me in that situation, uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, 
I, I was on the ground drinking water uh, painfully when uh, I was first diagnosed and uh, was unable to keep any kind of anything in my stomach that had sugar or um, any oil. So mm-hmm. that actually was one of the accidental benefits that I found when I was doing the meter dose inhaler in that inhaling the CBD, which is your anti-inflammatory, anti-nausea, it allowed me to literally go to meetings, go to uh, meet with uh, investors, and I was not feeling very well. But I, in fact, could take my CBD inhaler with me anywhere I went, and when I started to have symptoms, I could take a few puffs of that. I got relief. Um, and so bioavailability, immediate onset, those are two of my favorite buzzwords. I'm not trying to uh, say that tinctures don't work. Many, many people benefit from it and uh, that um, modality. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't want to ruffle any feathers, but I do want people to start looking at water-soluble to be able to just put in a drink. Um, I currently use water soluble in my daily regimen, and it has made a, a big difference in how my uh, gut has healed. And so uh, that's something that I like to encourage and always educate on. Well, one of the things I like about water soluble, I've made a lot of tincture. I mean, when I had the herb store, I made a lot of things, but I would also make a. Um, decoction classic old school Chinese style thing where you take roots and herbs and whatever bark and a bunch of things and put them in a ceramic pot and you you boil you simmer them you don't really boil them but you simmer them for about an hour and you reduce them by 50% and then you add more water and you do that again and I would drink that every day so everything was very bioavailable but it was because it was a liquid mm-hmm. and even the oils that are evaporating because it has a lid on it that cause all that liquid to con- drip back into the container all the oils that are evaporated in the process of that slow simmering go back into the system, and then you just drink that. And it was a real easy thing. It tasted like a mix between road tar and, I don't know, dirt. But it was something that I would have liked the flavor of, and I think it was because it's so filled with the vitality. So I'm a big fan of bioavailability. I just can't have any roommates or live with anybody because when you cook it, it really smells. <laughs> but I would have yes. liked it. Um, yeah, that, a, a question I have, I, I, go ahead. No, please, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I heard you say it earlier, and I want to reiterate this and talk about this a bit. The idea of full spectrum is such a, I, I know it's kind of a buzzword, but I'm suspicious of most products. I, I'm. I, it's in a tricky arena of, people who want to use uh, some sort of extraction process or distillate process, or how do you, how do you get water soluble full spectrum products as a guaranteed thing? Does that make sense as a question? Absolutely. And I, myself, I do not do water soluble products. Um, It is something that I work with, uh, I work with a lab and uh, have been very close to them for many, many years. Um, 
there is a uh, live resin and there is a CBD and a CBG and a CBN. Uh, mm-hmm. So those products are available. And I'm actually just going to go ahead, if I may, and do a shout-out for my friends. May I? Sure, please. Uh, Soul, S-O-U-L-N-I-N-U, with the letter U, dot com, is uh, a very amazing product, and uh, it is water-soluble. Um, I I am a full-spectrum person, and, of course, I've mentioned bioavailability, and that is my uh, – that, that is – I want to be able to receive as much as possible so I can be as healthy as possible, and I don't want to waste. So right. uh, that, is what, that is why I do that, and that is why I do the CBD inhalers. And so, if I may, I'd like to talk about full-spectrum versus CBD for just a moment, if I may. Please, please. Full spectrum is the bomb. That's it. We all need full spectrum. We all need the flavonoids. We need the cannabinoids. We need the terpenes. We need that plant, and we need all of her. That is for health and healing. That is what I chose in my topical line so that it has the entourage effect that the THC, of course, pushes the CBD to do its job and the THC being at legal limits um, does a very good job. Now, that doesn't absorb into the bloodstream, so I'm okay with that. And full spectrum uh, is what I preach. Um, Now, there are people that can use topicals and do well and then there are people that can use topicals and still need uh, cannabinoid to do a specific uh, thing, if you will. So CBD doing specific things has been a very good uh, cannabinoid for myself in that uh, we, we have found out that CBD alone, even in a flow loop volume, uh, testing an asthmatic, it opens up the airways. It does enough anti-inflammatory process to help that patient. So when I was looking at it for those purposes as a respiratory practitioner, that was my motive. As I got the product and was testing it for myself to see what it would do to my lungs, it's a nice topical feeling. Uh, you can expand your lungs more um, because of the bronchodilation that CBD does. So uh, not only for a respiratory patient, but for an IBS patient, CBD with the nausea, it helps with the spasms, and the immediate onset made that product my best friend. And mm-hmm. so... When I gained 50 pounds the first month of using just one cannabinoid, CBD, I knew that that cannabinoid deserved a place in my life and got me to the point where um, I can be more effective, have a better quality of life, um, 
my health is like night and day. So using full spectrum has its place. Topicals, in my opinion, why would you do it without? Now, there are people that uh, are in job situations where THC along with the CBD in an inhaler might cost them their job. Mm-hmm. So that, uh, that group of people is, those are the people that I'm trying to reach, uh, people that don't want to lose their job. And they want to make sure that they have a product that they can be guaranteed that there is no THC in it, that they can treat uh, an illness, if you will, uh, I know I'm not supposed to say that, um, help aid with an illness mm-hmm. and be able to function and work and take care of your children without the psychotropic effects, mm-hmm. to me, that deserves a space on the shelf. And um, so I'm, I'm very passionate about uh, full spectrum, but I'm also passionate about people who choose not to use THC. Mm-hmm. So... Well, and I think that the, I think there's a great place for it, and I think it's so exciting. A, a different friend of mine, an older woman, and I'm old, so she's old, uh, has I'm COPD. Old right, it has COPD. And so for a while, I had convinced her to try, and she'd been a chronic cigarette smoker for decades, and I had suggested to her, or no, I can suggest I had suggested to her that she try doing a hemp pre-roll, just pure hemp, hemp leaf rolled up, organic permaculture, flawless, great hemp. And she called me the next morning, like with a tear in her eye, saying, "Oh my God, I actually slept through the night because mm-hmm. of just just that action, just the amount of CBD in a hemp pre-roll, even though I'm not a fan of smoke in the lungs." Because it's like, how does that make sense? Particulate in the lungs. I don't get it. How does that make sense? And Well, my, my, my concern with that, I'm just going to say real quick, is heat. Heat okay. and lungs. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's, 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 that's the thing. But you have to look at where her quality is and is that helping her right now. So Right. Right. And so that's what I was looking for is I didn't know about the CBD and I didn't know about your inhalers which I have already told her about because that would be the perfect delivery. One of the, one of the things that excites me about this delivery is that it can be used anywhere. And because the lungs are just huge sponges, you'll put it much more articulately than I will. But I mean, really they're just giant mucous membranes waiting for something. They just don't know they're waiting for something besides air. But I mean, what a great way to deliver CBD into the system and have a very quick delivery of what I consider to be a, a great nerving as an herbalist. I think of it as a nerving, meaning soothing to the nervous system, calming and soothing. And just that alone for every boardroom across America where you have to suddenly present your thing, just like a boop before you go in to calm you down. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. I mean, yeah. before I get on a call, that's something that I utilize to uh, center and balance myself, uh, come mm-hmm. into some, uh, and uh, I, I've even literally been sitting at dinner and, and, and the 
group of investors that I had uh, with with us that night, they looked at me and said, you know, we, we can call it a night. And uh, boy, I just, I whipped out my CBD inhaler. <laughs> I took a couple of puffs and they could literally see the color coming back to my face. And so because of the particle size and because it's the immediate onset, they, I mean, they could watch it, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm, I'm fine." As a matter of yeah. fact, I'll be eating tonight. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah I just uh, the quality of life is really what's so important, and uh, if somebody can get all the cannabinoids and all the flavonoids in, then uh, that is the optimal route. If they need to be. Uh, cautious because of a job, uh, topical go-to in that uh-huh. uh, the skin, of course, being the largest organ of the body, absorbs uh, into that endocannabinoid system. Um, so that would be my first recommendation. Uh, and then uh, if somebody has uh, an illness, uh, we are getting so good. Some of these nurses uh, have just gotten education that is beyond anything I could imagine in that they're literally treating specific ailments with a different terpene profile. So we're getting very sophisticated and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to where, where this will all take us and uh, bring us to a, a better place of health. Yeah. And when we have more, when we have healthier people walking around, we have better experiences. And as we learn about how to make other people's lives better, better quality, then it also stimulates our life. And uh, we're better people to interact with because we're teaching and caring. So mm-hmm. I, I think it just makes it a better place. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons... Uh, back to full spectrum. One of the reasons, again, as an old school herbalist, as an old school herbalist, um, I really like the idea of somewhere in there always getting full spectrum because I think about how much we know about cannabis today versus just 10 years ago, let alone 30 years ago, how much we know about cannabis today. But I still think there are micronutrients and things in there that we don't know about yet. I know everybody thinks they probably know everything, but I think there's still stuff in there. It's plant medicine. Come on. We don't know everything. We just think we do. And so I think that having some of that in the system could be part of that full spectrum mix. So if you let's say that you are using something as a sleep aid in the evening, which has THC in it, that CBD, when you take that puff of CBD the next day, may be able to take advantage of some of those micronutrients that are in your system. Does that seem true? Absolutely, Richard. Absolutely. Uh, And a lot of people uh, dosing, um, and that, first of all, I'd like to say that person who absolutely cannot consume THC is, it is a community. Uh, There are people in recovery, there are doctors, there are bus drivers that I work with. Um, So that is a community. And they have to do what they have to do for their job. And I was in that situation. Uh, So the rest of us that can have all the 
cannabinoids. Yes. I mean, Richard, you've been in this for a long time. We know that in the last 10 years, I don't know the number, but the the amount of new uh, cannabinoids that we're discovering are plentiful, and we haven't even finished studying it. So for that reason, again, uh, full plant is so important because there are benefits in there that we we may not have even touched on yet. Mm-hmm. So, uh Yes, I, I do agree. I wanna I wanna jump because I think these two people I know there are probably others, but these two people, these competitive athletes and not they're not just competitive athletes, they're like gnarly competitive athletes. And I mean that with great respect. <laughs> um, you know, let's talk about you know, Britain Hart and her use of the inhaler because she's a full bare knuckle battle warrior i don't know what to call it it's just like wow um really jeez you know bare knuckle fighting wow um and she uses this because she's obviously having a positive experience and and setting aside people's judgments about what these people are battling because her husband now i believe joey beltrain is a heavyweight world champion for mma fighting and just setting aside what they're doing they're warriors that's my opinion, because it's just, it's full contact. Uh, it's mind-blowing. And yet, they're using the inhaler because it gives them benefit during a workout or pre or post. Or talk about some of their experiences. And, and ultimately, the question will be, can they use this before about? But address any of that area, please. Oh, you're just... Uh... You've asked all the questions that uh, lit my face up. <laughs> I tell you, Rich and Hart and Joey Bella, oh, Joey, uh, they are two of the most adorable people. Uh, what you see of them in the bare knuckle MMA arena and to know them and to talk to them is, uh, is a joy. Uh, Britain Hart is an amazing woman with an amazing story of her journey and how she uh, pushed forward and bettered her life and got her dreams. And when I interviewed her, when, when we got to Zoom and got to meet each other in the beginning, I, I resonated with her. I understood her story of survival and getting her dreams and not letting anything get in the way. And even with her being, you know, that I, I didn't really so much as look at that because that's not something uh, that I had, you know, entertained in the past, but I do entertain what a warrior she is. And I do entertain what a warrior Joey is, you know, uh, and then for them to come together and get married right before her fifth title uh, was so sweet. Um, but what that did for them, uh, according to them, was it increased their endurance during their workouts. So they would use the CBD inhaler uh, before and after workout. It's great for recovery. Um, and the one reason why um, this team was so... Uh, 
interesting to uh, collaborate with was because uh, of the ring. It is no smoke, no heat. It is not something that is going to offend a parent or a child that might be with them, young teenager, whatever you have. And so having a modality that they could take to the gym, put in their bag, uh, take in the middle of a workout and have more endurance because we know CBD gives more surface tension in the lungs. So you're able to, uh, you're able to absorb more oxygen and um, then it has uh, the recovery. So yeah, they both did really well. They both uh, used it 45 plus days prior to their event and they both uh, placed belt. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Joey was uh, put in the Hall of Fame for MMA fighters and uh, they're just great warriors. And in life, we're all warriors. We're all just trying to find our balance and trying to move forward and trying to love on those around us and help them to have a better quality of life. And mm-hmm. they, uh, they encompassed that. So it was a great fit. Very proud of them. Wonderful. I wonder if Rhonda Rousey, do you know who that is? Rhonda Rousey? Mm-hmm. You probably don't because she's a, um, she was a former MMA fighter and another, I mean this in the best of ways, gnarly broad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wow. She was like one of the very early women that went full physical contact fighting. Okay. And she was a gold belt, you know, all the belt winners. I don't know any of the names of the belt, but she won them all. And she actually slowly migrated over into, I believe, for the money. She got involved with WWF, which is more performance. It is still very physical, but it's more performance than it is full contact battling. And then she gravitated into a Hollywood career. Being in movies is, you know, really still like making guys nervous in the film because she was real. She could really take you out. She's gnarly. Yeah. So, um, and, so, and she's a great person. Go ahead. Oh, that's wonderful. And, and, you know, she too sounds like a great warrior. And so my whole idea of bringing uh, warriors to surface, if you will, and telling some of their stories is mm-hmm. because there's a warrior in all of us. There is a warrior in a patient who can't get out of bed. Yeah. There is a there is a there is a warrior in a patient who still has a voice. So we need to make sure that we share with those people how to be warriors and how to educate and how to help people who are not warriors to come into a place of healing and strength and uh wholeness in their body to where uh, their purpose can grow. And that's, that's my idea of this whole uh, change in the world, uh, mm-hmm. coming back into our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's, I'm seeing just a lot of people get healthy. And, right, I uh, agree. Yeah. 
rather rather than get upset because they took it out of our diet, you know, yeah. back in the day, uh, I believe in just pushing forward and making sure that everybody I know is uh, their ECS, ECS yes, system is full. Sometimes right. I get that backwards and a little dyslexic. <laughs> Yeah, me too. So, you know, so all, all my neighbors, you know, they all know about it. And uh, anybody that comes into contact with me pretty much knows about it. Uh, I, I have one quick little story. So cute. Uh, I live in a, an area where we have a lot of retired people around us and strolling out in the evening. I was walking one night and this gal who walks every night with her 95-year-old husband, uh, jumps out into the road and says to me, that stuff you gave me really, really works. And, uh, you know, I got a grin on my face, and she said, I can put that uh, medicine on my neck, that uh, it's a full-spectrum uh, roll-on oil, uh, and she said, and I can stay up and watch an extra movie at night. I used to have to go to bed because my neck hurt so bad. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's invigorating to see that, you know, people are affected by pain. And when you see that they're relieved, it's a very joyful feeling. It so, is. I want to toss one, one I, I want to jump back just for a moment to the uh, fighters. There was a great documentary on Netflix called Prescription Thugs. And I learned about it from Gwen Olson, who I interviewed, who wrote a book called Confessions of an RX Drug Pusher. She had been a pharmaceutical rep for almost 13 years and then woke up one day and went, what am I doing? Um, Mm. And wrote a really great book called RX Drug Pushers. And Prescription Thugs Mm. is about competitive fighters and their life of getting up in the morning and the handfuls of medications they take on a mm-hmm. daily basis in order to get back in the ring and do it again. And I exactly. just I just can't imagine how it would be if instead they had good ECS levels in their system and were using your inhaler. They would probably be tearing up because a lot of these competitive types are really very tender, kind, gentle giants. I've met several of them. Yeah. And they are really just like the kindest, sweetest, mostly pretty much kind, sweet people. They just happen to be warriors for a living. Right. I I agree. And uh, as we know, uh, the world, we not only have a pandemic, but we have an epidemic. The opioid crisis is huge. And Mm -hmm. so to be able to offer athletes, endocannabinoids instead of pain medicine, you know, you would really have to um, give them some proof because it it sounds like it would not work. It doesn't sound plausible. But in fact, I I know so many people that have traded in their opiate prescriptions for cannabis. And so whether it's an MMA fighter or um, an NFL player who gets hit in the head all the time, you know, right. those poor guys. Uh, we need to make sure that uh, we're taking care of them. Brain injury is so 
a such a, a problem in the NFL, along with opiate mm-hmm. uh, abuse, because of the pain that all of these warriors go through. So for us to want to educate them on uh, topicals and, uh, you know, um, water-soluble products, uh, edibles, whatever they need, whatever changes their life is what they should use. That's my standard. Um, mm-hmm. As we as we grow and know better, we do better. As uh, my my favorite Maya Angela used to always say, and so um, it's teaching people better so they can do better. Mm-hmm. It sounds so simple, but it's just really true. <laughs> There's that. It's just really true. Um, no, and, I wanna... and really, Robert, if you just get to change one person's life, you know? And yeah. so for you to broadcast this and so people can hear and ask questions and tell their doctors, hey, you know, instead of that prescription, why don't you educate me on cannabis and how yeah. it helps pain and how mercine and terpenes can can get me through the day without that prescription of a narcotic. So those are the things that we need to educate people on and talk to their doctors. Um, and then yeah. come back to, uh, I'm going to do another little plug here just because I love them so much. Um, then they can go to uh, Holistic Care and the Green Nurses and get uh, specific direction on how to use cannabis and how to use products. So uh, the Holistic Care uh, and the Green Nurses are just doing a great job. And also we're very excited to be joining their platform with our products. The nurses in holistic care will be uh, utilizing Chapman Health and Wellness products and the Balm Body Care. So uh, there are places where people can go to receive that education. How do I start? What do I do? And so uh, holistic care and the green nurses is a wonderful place to go for that. That's great. That's very exciting to know that, as I say, this is the first I'd had people try using uh, vape pens, which I'm not a fan of for a bunch of reasons, one of them being that they're completely not recyclable and we don't need more bad word stuff on the planet, so everybody stop vaping. Um, but the exciting, I, with the with the inhaler, it's just such a great way to get it into the system and people have, I suspect even if, I'm certain you've had this experience too. As an herbalist, I've had a lot of people take things and sort of like, nah, I don't notice anything. And then eventually at some point, maybe it might take a week or two weeks or sometimes a month, they come back and then they're all like, you can see them walking in beaming like, oh my God, I noticed a difference. And that's a very rewarding thing. Yeah, yeah. That's the best feeling in the world. (laughs) It is. So... (laughs) I, I have a, a quick story, if I may, and, and it is really uh, why I am as passionate as I am about CBD alone. And I know that it's controversial. I'm not the po- most popular person because I do like CBD in itself. Uh, it has um, situations. Anyhow, uh, so I'm out camping, a bunch of friends in Oregon and uh 
few patients, we all get together and take care of each other and go out and have a good time. Being who I am, of course, I was loaded up with CBD. And uh, anybody that I knew was uh, with a, um, illness, uh, I, I would medicate them accordingly. And there was one patient who was a IBS patient, and he did not really know what I was doing to him. He just, you know, uh, we were uh, having a great time, and there was lots of paraphernalia floating around and different ways to try CBD, and so everybody was game. Well, the patient that had IBS, I, I dosed him like I dosed myself. And long story short, uh, he normally was not able to leave his home because of his condition. When he got home, his, he told his wife, I have not had any problems all weekend. That was the best weekend I've had in a long time. And then Monday night, his symptoms returned. And he looked at his huh. wife and he said, it was that CBD. It had to be that CBD. He called me up and I said, yes, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. His wife went and got him some CBD and he, he now knows that CBD will help calm his uh, gastrointestinal area immediately. So, um, yeah, good stories, and they just feel so good, you know. Now he knows that he can go camping again or go to an event and control the spasms in that area. So uh, it's changing quality of life. So. Sitting, in, sitting in a theater when we get to do this again someday, sitting in a theater and watching a movie comfortably. What an amazing idea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think that's just stupendous. Um, we haven't really talked about, there's so many categories I could go into, but I'll ask about the topicals and the other products in the balm line because I don't really know that that area as much as I was really focused on the inhaler because I think it's such a stupendous delivery system and so easy. You throw it in your pocket, you use it, put it back in your pocket rinse and repeat. Um, but talk to us about the other products in the Balm body line, please. Uh, the Balm body care is uh, very special to me in that um, I walked into the doctor's office and was complaining of pain after he already had me on oodles of medication and gabapentin and help me mm-hmm. sleep and uh, and I went in and I was telling him that I was having, you know, more pain and he wanted to increase my dosage. And I just remember that being an aha moment for me that this road was already slippery and he wants me to go down it further. And I just remember saying, this is not working anymore for me. And so I need to find a different way. And um, so topicals uh, definitely replace that. And, uh, and this is a really important key that I would like to share. Um, when we use topicals and we get relief, is a game changer. It, if you have never tried topicals, please find a, a good brand that um, is full spectrum and, and get that relief. So many people will say, um, well, I, I, I used it 
you know, three times last week, and they're complaining about pain to me this week. And so what I do is I like to encourage people to utilize that topical two, three times a day, and then, excuse me, continue to use that product so that your endocannabinoid system is continuing to be filled. And as it remains filled, the pain is subsiding. As soon as you stop using a topical, a week later, you'll start to notice that the pain is coming back. Or mm-hmm. if you have an, an active or acute chronic, I mean, a chronic situation. So um, I like to encourage people that if you have chronic pain, use a topical daily. You will find a greater relief. So um, yeah, so that's my service announcement on topicals. Um, <laughs> but if if people would really understand that as a pain patient, as a fibromyalgia patient, I can control my swelling in my knees, my feet, my ankles, my hands. Uh, I have arthritis and I very, I very rarely even reach for a Tylenol because I have topicals, and it really is that simple. If I have a neck ache, it's just, you know, a, a quick application, and 10 minutes later, I'm able to move my neck. Uh, mm-hmm. When I first started the, the topicals, and uh, I, I, I do like to tell stories I'm finding out, uh, one of the things that uh, was difficult for me was uh, I couldn't move my neck. I had been uh, in a car accident where uh, my car was totaled and I was injured. And when I went back to driving, I felt very unsafe because I couldn't turn my neck around to be safe. And so then when I, and that was taking, you know, uh, the doctor's regimen. So when I got to topicals, I, I always have one in my car. And stiff, sore neck, you roll a little bit on, and, and then you're driving safe. So it just, after all these years, it just seems like a no-brainer. And I just would like people to know that we don't have to put all of these substances in our bodies that we don't know what they're going to do to us later. So many people end up on opiates to, uh, you know, take care of pain issues only to have other problems down the road. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. And I'm, can you get any psychotropic action from a topical, full-spectrum topical? The, or effect, the I guess that would be a better yes. word. The okay. answer is yes. And the only way to get a psychotropic effect from a topical is for it to be uh, internally used, which would go to the bloodstream. If you are keeping it uh, away from your eyes, away from your mouth, away from any other openings, then um, you will not feel any psychotropic effect. We have uh, oils that help absorb the medicine. but it does not absorb down into the blood-brain barrier, into the bloodstream, so it does go into the muscle. So mm-hmm. the answer is yes, if it is used 
the wrong way. Right. If it is used properly, there is no psychotropic, no high with right. the topical. I, I have a very short story myself. You've got me doing stories. Uh, I have an older friend. We've known each other since the 70s, so we're both really old. And she had had some experiences smoking cannabis and had in her mind that she was allergic to it. And she was having some joint issues. And I suggested I had a full spectrum topical. And I suggested, oh, here, put this on. And she was like, I don't know. I have a, you know, she went into this thing that's like, oh, and I know her well enough to just like, oh, just try this. Just stop that thing and try this. And she tried it and she was sort of like, oh, it smells really nice. You know, and that was the first thing. It had some essential oils in it. And she tried it and she called me the next day and she said, where can I get more of that? I can't believe my hands actually got some relief from that in one application. And now she's a regular user of this topical because it made it so that her hands feel better. And her, she used to be a tile. She designed amazing pieces of artwork with tile, which is really hard on the joints. And, uh. and she was transformed and no allergic reaction because that was mostly in her head. Uh, but she was like, wow, this is amazing. I feel better. I need more, please. So it's, yeah, topical delivery. I like topical a lot. And, and again, as we move toward the exit, oh, we're already past the exit. Uh, as we move toward the exit, again, I'm with you. I believe in full spectrum. I really, we could do a whole show sometime just about eating hemp as a lifestyle, getting it into your world of for fiber and for all the wonderful oils it has and all the benefits that it has for the system, let alone the fact that it's an amazing carbon sequestering plant to grow for the planet. Um, so we could do a whole thing about that. Um, I guess I, I guess I have to ask you, where would you like people to find out more about your product and more about your work? They can find more about uh, the inhaler at Chapman health and wellness.com. Chapman spelled C H A P M A N. ChapmanHealthAndWellness.com, and then they can also reach us at TheBalmBodyCare.com, or just TheBalmWithABee.com. Great. Thank you so much, Christy. I knew this was going to be fun, and I think down the road there will be a part two because we just have to talk about more things. <laughs> I can tell. I have more stories, Richard. I, I, you're making me tell I stories. To, I, yeah, know, I have to tell you about the little old lady, and I love little old ladies because I'm going to be one soon, uh, who, uh, look at them, tell them the story, who could not uh, go dance in the nursing home with all the other uh, residents, they would dance in their wheelchairs and hold hands, and she couldn't do it anymore because her hands hurt so bad and she couldn't open them. She uses my product, and she wrote me a letter thanking me that she could dance in her wheelchair again. Wow. Richard, I yeah. mean, this stuff gets me up early in the morning and keeps me working into the evening because uh, it it just is... Uh, it's a joyful thing to hear. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, thank you so much, Christy. That was great. And everybody else, have a great Thanks. rest of the weekend. Thank you. And we'll see you thank next you, week. Thank you, Richard. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.